1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big Opinions, the panel. Well, there certainly will be big talk and big opinions this morning because our panellists are Kimberly Downs, And Ricky Swinnell, and uh, let's begin with you Ricky Swinnell, you called a Black Ferns historic loss the other day on the uh, anniversary of their 100th Test match. Uh, Goodness me, that must have been a bit tough to call, and what are you expecting this time around?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it, w- it was, especially when it was, it was four in the morning as well. It was pretty grip and looking, um, but The black friends were very ordinary, and they were made to look very ordinary. And I know they haven't uh, for two years, a, a test match for two years. And so I think uh, that, that it's it just how big that difference is, how big that gap is. So um, well, they have to be better. I think they will be better. I, from what I'm hearing, there's going to be some pretty significant changes to the, the team. Um, I think the plan was always to try and get the full squad to play everyone on this tour and they've only got four games four tests. Um, so that, I, th- I think there is an element of needing to see what they've got you know, what, you know what sort of cattle they've got for, for want of a better term, who can hack it at it at this level and I, and I think a couple of the debutants were probably the ones who, who really did shine out um, last week um, and I guess they know with some of their key senior players exactly what they're going to get so uh, a big test, England looked really good and, and look the question I wrote down afterwards is has England moved on has England moved the game on in the last two years while the Black Ferns um, were sitting at home and on the evidence of last week, the answer is yes, but we might know a little bit more after this week.
1: OK, well, Kimberly, uh, obviously uh, you uh, were watching that uh, with interest as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did you make of, I think it was a bit of a shock to the system, to be fair, the margin, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, oh, I mean, definitely the margin was. Yes, I was up uh, watching it and happy to listen to Ricky dulcet tones if I'm going to be up at 3 a.m. as well. That was appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean... Like Kristen said, it was very ordinary. We probably don't need to go too much into the line-out, which was awful. I think the vast part i kind of got from the campus week is the thing that they were most disappointed in in that game it was actually their physical showing because they were completely overpowered by England, and I think that's something that we'll probably see addressed this week, both in, I guess, the uh, sense around the players who will get another crack, but also some of the changes that I would expect to be made this week, so I would expect them to come out a lot more physically, whether or not these changes, whether or not getting that one test under the belt uh, is enough to overturn the result. I would have my doubts because that is, I mean, it's a, it's a finely tuned England team that they are up against, but you would expect them to be able to narrow that gap significantly. Um, and I just, yeah, you know, I just thought it was really telling of a team that hasn't played a test in two years. And it's not really making excuses for them, I don't think. I think the, the fact of the matter is, you know, you can play in the squad as much as you like and talk up that, you know, you've got some of the best talent in the world within your team and you're playing against each other, which we've heard a lot from them over the last couple of years. You can play a Blackburn kind of barbarians match. It's fine, but at the end of the day, it is not the same as test. Match rugby, it's just not, and so they are having to readjust to that. And I think it probably almost gave them a bit of a fright as to what that next level actually required. And I'm not saying that they've forgotten it, but at the same time, it had been a long time between drinks. So I would expect now that they've had a bit of a refresh of it and a, a bit of a taste and a pretty, you know, a pretty palatable taste of it, at that, that they will definitely be better come Monday morning.
1: Uh, Ricky, one of the um the sad stories of the week has been the Carl Heyman one, of course, with, um, uh, with concussion, uh, uh, reflecting now in early onset dementia at just the age of 41, which is absolutely terrible. I, I just wonder, a lot of focus uh, is on um, men's rugby. What about concussion in, in women's rugby? You know, there's some damn big hits there. It's a very physical game these days. Have you heard any stories or, or, or what they do about it in women's rugby?
0: Yeah, look, I think this is going to be uh, another uh, among many a really big coming issue as it is for the men's game as it is I think for the game as a whole but for, for the women's game because uh, you know the female players they, they take the hits differently um, physiologically different um, as well and look in the past there hasn't because there's been an issue between say in the Farah Palmer Cup where you've got wholly amateur players some who are coming out of school or club they haven't had the baseline testing even for a start so um, the other issue is going to be sort of around around neck injuries and things like that for, for women's players, and what we're going to see next year is. Uh more training, bigger training loads, harder games, and as the game grows and grows, more professional. And so, I, yeah, this is going to be a, a massive issue for the women's game as well. And we're probably not going to have the years of historical data, unfortunately, that, that mm. they will have for the men. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a it's such a tough one, isn't it? You know, we all love the game, um, but it is a real reckoning that so many of us who watch it and love it and, and comment on it. Are going to have to deal with so over over time because what we're seeing from from at the moment these men, but I think what will be from these women eventually too is some some awful awful stuff that is affecting countless lives.
1: Yeah, uh, Ricky Swinnell with us uh, this morning along with Kimberly Downs. Take a short news break when we come back. A couple more rugby issues, more pleasant ones to talk about, uh, and uh, and some other matters too around the, the world of sport this week.
0: Talk the panel.
1: Talk, talk, talk me, yeah. Yeah. Ricky Swinnell and Kimberly Downs with us this morning. Uh, Kimberly, the All Blacks play uh, Italy this weekend. Yes, they do. Believe it or not, they play Italy this weekend. <laughs> um, has there it, has it been, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, I just uh, hinted on it a wee bit this morning, uh, understrength uh, and pretty average USA, understrength and not so good in the second half Wales. And here we go against Italy and people are forecasting another 40 or 50 points. Uh, is, is is the wow factor disappearing?
0: Oh, I guess relative to what? But, I mean, it's it's not an inspired kind of build-up, is it? Build-up week to it. Um, I'm not seeing a huge amount of excitement. Right, so the team that's been named this morning, I mean, I, it's a lot of guys getting opportunities that they'll be wanting. Um, it's probably... As much as can really be said about that, which is, you know, which is great. And I will—I've I've got a, uh, a newly found title after my last um, appearance on the show, maybe of Miss Taranaki. So I will give a plug to the uh, locking combination, the Super V and Josh Lord, the so Taranaki Locks, both born in the 2000s. If you want to uh, feel particularly old, but really, this is um, this is a team that screams, you know. No opportunity, risking some guys and giving some guys a bit of a chance, doesn't it? And that doesn't necessarily help matters when it comes to the build-up. And it's also, I mean, it's, it's a bit hard, I suppose, you know, in this COVID bubble, they're kind of limited in what they can do to promote the game, but, given, I guess, most people probably wouldn't have been too overawed by it in the first place, it would have been nice to probably see a, a bit more given to the build-up, you know, whether you get uh, Ian Foster and Karen Crowley together somehow and, and do a bit of a, bit of a media up with that or something like that, but I, I just you know, we, we work and we live and we breathe sport and I've had very few conversations this week about the old Blacks. I can say.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. In fact, you know, we look for guests on the show and it's almost been uh, a, a case of um, uh, falling back on uh, All Black Rugby as opposed to highlighting it, Rick. And you know, um, I, I don't know that's a very good thing, to be fair, but it just to me, um, they've just had three weeks in a row where they're expected to win handsomely and, and damn well will. And the, the competitive side of it just sort of disappears a wee bit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean this is this is one that you, you sort of set the mice guy for rather than set the alarm for, right? And it's <laughs> probably not getting up at half past two, two tomorrow morning or Sunday morning, whenever it is. I mean, I did the drive show yesterday with these and, and we didn't actually touch touch the All blacks. Um, I think we sort of mm. picked a team as a as a fallback option. Um, and in our uh, drive to survive, quiz the the question that stumped everyone was, where is this test being played? Which city? Which um kind of tells mm. you. So, um, very very low key build up. Um, I mean the tour starts next week, doesn't it? Island islands of in france and and that's and you know that that's where things should hopefully finally um get a little bit spicy i don't know it's kind of it's sort of a reflection of of the sort of world isn't it? everything's just kind of all a bit mess
1: so uh ricky you're going to be very busy next year of course on top of what you've been calling in terms of rugby and sport on sky uh, super rugby or picky really is gathering momentum now with the naming of the squads and some pretty powerful squads they are as well uh, what did you make of them when they came out yesterday?
0: Yeah, look, I, I, I think, and I've actually just been looking through and doing some sort of prep for sort the of black Blacks again this weekend, and they look pretty well-matched, um, these teams. And so, I mean, the trick is going to be is how quickly they can come together because yes, while every player is getting paid to play in this competition, they are not being paid like a professional wage and they are only assembling, so if you're playing on a Saturday, you're only assembling on a Thursday so time to get is going to be really limited and and I've actually chatted with um, Alan Bunting a couple of times this week on various things, he's coaching the Chiefs woman and he said that's what he kind of said he'll probably expect to see these teams really flying towards the end of the comp but uh, very well matched, looking forward to seeing like Sarah Hidemi playing for the Hurricanes, when she comes up against her, her two best mates, Kelly Brazier and Portia Woodman, um, who are playing for the Chiefs, so I'm sure the Blues are not particularly thrilled to see Woodman and Chiefs colours. Um, so, you know, I, I think there'll be a little bit of spice. There's some good young talent, Maya Joseph, uh, who's the daughter of Jamie Joseph. She's been picked up out of Otago to fight to, to, to the Chiefs. So, um, yeah, look, it's good and, and it, it's finally happening. Um, but I think we just need to be patient and give it a little bit of time as well.
1: We've been talking to a lot of people from uh, Taranaki, um, Miss Princess of Taranaki, uh, this week. We've talked to half the Barrett family, uh, we talked to Paul Tito this morning, um, and uh, all of a sudden we've discovered that you're not happy just with seven out of seven, uh, you going to pick Scott Barrett to make a debut in All Black Lock this weekend as well. Uh, what is with you people down there? What,
0: what do you mean what's with us? He's available, he's willing to play. He's contracted. He's from Taranaki. I mean, he might fly the Crusaders colours, you know, when we get to Super Rugby, but he is a Taranaki man through and through. So I see zero problem with this. Um, All that's going to happen, as far as I'm concerned, is he'll play. Taranaki will win again and will renew calls for a uh, a bit of a petition around promotion relegation this year.
1: Oh, I can't wait for Paige Harab to get back surfing again because it'll take, take something away from you. She's probably a bit more high-profile as a Taranaki female than you are.
0: Uh, uh, yes, I would certainly say so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, and
0: uh, for you, you know, too, she's uh, battling, uh, battling for the crown with Tony Street, though, the two, the two queens of Taranaki, those two. Mm. It, 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 it <laughs> be, I, I, I hope you mean Paige and there. <laughs> No, no, we were setting up uh, last night. We we're setting up Kirsty Stanway to, 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 uh, for a charity boxing fight against Laura McGoldrick, and I'm now putting K down against T Street on the uh, on the on the card as well.
1: Oh my god! I, uh, I think I'd buy tickets for that. I, I, I think exactly. I'd just buy tickets for that. Yeah, <laughs> be for a good cause. For a good cause, Kimberly. Don't worry. Good cause.
0: <laughs> Always. The problem is between Stree and I. I don't think either of us would um, be willing to throw a punch at the other. So, I mean, that's
1: possibly true. <laughs> that is possibly true. But yeah, uh, Super Rugby or Picky for you, Kimberly? You're gonna. I mean, it's gonna be big when it starts, and uh, you know they're, they're going to be looking for um, you know some some great support from around the uh, around the place. So, uh, you and, and news etc. Will be. Uh, Focusing on this uh, this novel competition, but it's been uh, quite a long time coming.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. It's, it's so nice. Like I mean, like Ricky kind of alluded to there, you know, it's not perfect, but you've got to start somewhere, and I can't wait to see it. I personally think this um, Chief side looks pretty darn against Karanaki for maybe showing a bit of advice. But, um, but no, I, I think they're looking for the So I'm looking forward to seeing them play. And I actually do think, and, and particularly in light of what we've seen with the Blackbirds in England, I actually am now uh, of the kind of train of thought that this competition is actually going to be incredibly important uh, in the build-up to the World Cup, even more so um, than I thought prior to the last two that we saw. So now I can't wait
1: to see it, can't wait to get into it, can't wait to be telling some of these women's stories. Blackcaps uh, 2, Kimberley. Um, they're on track. They're, uh, are, they're on track, uh, I think it's fair to say, uh, to make the playoffs at <laughs> least. Uh, and then who knows? Who knows? You might have another great story to talk about later next week. <laughs>
0: that would be great. I mean, at the moment, unfortunately, they're probably on track to meet England in the semi-finals, <laughs> which, <laughs> I mean... How many times can it happen? And it's quite, quite, well, I mean, not that I don't believe they can do it because I absolutely think they can. All I know uh, is that as a uh, viewer, as an avid viewer, I will probably be kind of nails and mouth, each of speech for the entire time. So that'll be fun, but no, um, they're going all right. I mean, I just think Martin Gupton probably gotten out of a spot a here against Scotland. What a remarkable showing from him uh, the other night. I mean, really, I've, I've really seen. Uh, across many sports and athletes look that utterly exhausted as they go about their work. Um, so that was pretty remarkable to see. It'll be interesting to see how they go up against Namibia tonight and then I think the um, real one that will kind of scare everyone, maybe just a little bit nervous, um, will be their final call match against Afghanistan which, I mean, we just, they're a good side, they're a good T20 side and I'm just a little bit nervous about them. Um, yep. But in saying that, I am quite privy to, to do it when it comes to cricket, so that might oh, not be saying much. But I mean, as it says, you know, I mean, obviously that huge one over India um, was, was massive, um, and we'll just see here it goes. Yeah, they've, they've, they've done the hardest part, I suppose, in, in beating India, so let's just keep fingers crossed so I can get through these last four matches, and then, hey, anything can happen on the day.
1: It can, uh, Kimberly. Uh, Ricky, just finally for you, uh, honest answer, and you, you, I know you only give honest answers 100% <laughs> of the time. What is this weekend, what is your highlight going to be? Is it going to be uh, commentating uh, the Black Ferns in their comeback win or perhaps the non-championship <laughs> match at McLean Park tomorrow night with Mr Tanana and myself in tow? Honest well, answer?
0: Obviously it's going to be working with you, Smithy, um, albeit from, from a distance, me in Auckland and in, in you in, in Hawke's Bay, um, and I, I've got KT for, for both that and the Black Ferns as well. Not to be honest, I, uh, to go back to the, the Black Ferns point, though, j- I just can't see them... I'm expecting a better performance, but I can't see them beating England on the basis of what we saw last week. So that would be a pleasant mm. surprise if we get to call a a, a a comeback win, a turnaround win next week, but, uh, this weekend. But yes, obviously, cannot wait to spend my Saturday night with you in a non-competition. What
1: game. a what, what a wonderful answer, and I couldn't think of a better <laughs> way to finish. Uh, so. <laughs> I shall, hear from, I shall hear from you tomorrow at some stage and I thank you for your participation this morning, uh, Ricky Swinnell, and to you too, Miss Taranaki. Uh, thank you once again. It's been great. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> really. Thank you. That, that was the panel, uh, the panel, Ricky Swinnell and Kimberly Downs. A lot of fun um, and uh, some good stuff there too uh, about the Black Ferns in particular. They are a major focus this weekend, no doubt about it.